Today's podcast is brought to you by Dell Expert Network. Cyber attacks can destroy businesses, and when data is the driver behind the success of your business, there's nothing more important or worth protecting. Protecting the organization starts with protecting the data, and no one knows this better than Dell Technologies. Join the Dell Expert Network now at www.dell.com forward slash expert network to learn more about how Dell Technologies is partnering with MSPs to offer their broad array of security solutions. You are entering the MSP Zone, a podcast for the managed services community, covering news, analysis, and interviews from around the globe. Elevate your MSP game by staying in the MSP Zone. And now, your host, Charles Weaver. I told you guys about a conversation that I had maybe a couple weeks ago now with a insurance professional executive, I could you call him, um, a person who specializes in, among other things, cyber insurance, um, and certainly understands MSPs uh, decently, well enough, better better than most uh, insurance executives, um, but has a very good understanding of the insurance industry and how the insurance industry views MSPs. And that's that's kind of what we're going to talk about. I know we've talked about that before, but I, I want to talk about it today in the context of uh, assigning blame. You know, that's, that's, that's kind of a loaded term. I'm, because the, the call, the conversation with that insurance executive really brought to the surface for me how kind of far apart maybe we are insurance profession and managed services profession and and I'm I was wondering as I typically do well is this really a is this is this far distance between us or is it does it just seem that way because we we don't understand some very common things uh, that the other side does not, if that makes sense. So I'm going to try to unpack it because I've, I've been doing a lot of contemplation about this issue, and I don't think that there's a necessarily an easy answer. There are some easy answers to some questions, but I, I'm going to try to unpack in as a, in an objective fashion as possible the the MSP viewpoint and the insurance, the cyber insurance specifically viewpoint of cyber insurance um, coverage and try to present the issues uh, as objectively as I can in order to get to a maybe a breakthrough point of, of um, you know, where we need to be. And hopefully that allows uh, the, the right um, environment to, to do that. So... Uh, here goes. Here goes nothing. Um, again, this this was a friendly conversation with a uh, a person that I I have uh, just met this year, but they're a I've had a, several conversations with them, and and they're um, I would trust their opinion. They're they're not a. I've had a lot of conversations with really questionable insurance people. Um, they're they're not even insurance people. They're they're people who are trying to profit very quickly from the insurance um, scare that's happening out there. Um, this is not that person. So this person is a legitimate, you know, uh, 
cyber insurance um, executive. He understands the issues, and you know this was the conversation that we had. His view, based off of his conversations with cyber insurance carriers, of the state of cyber insurance coverage for managed service providers, is is as follows. The MSP sector, the MSP profession presents a unique area of risk for cyber carriers. When I say carrier, I mean an underwriter carrier. They can they can be separate entities sometimes, but what I'm what I'm saying is the 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 entity or the 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 group that is collectively responsible for the underwriting, the approval and the issuance of a cyber policy, right? That's that's what I mean. And their view is that the MSP profession presents a unique opportunity for the for the cyber criminal to attack because if the MSP is breached, the MSP has customers that it manages. And as such, the MSP is going to be a target opportunity for the bad guy that is uh, an order of magnitude larger than what they would normally get if they were just randomly, you know, injecting, you know, malware code out there into the ether waiting for someone to click on it, you know, like like in the form of an email or other type of uh, deployment me- mechanism. And the MSP is a, a greater t- target opportunity, basically. And I could see the... I could see the I could see the argument. I can see it. Now, there while I conceded that yes, an MSP could conceivably have a larger um what's the right term? Not payload, but a, a larger impact on the customer that they manage downstream and in consequence to the carrier who issues the insurance because the MSP gets hit and then in theory, all these downstream customers get hit by ransomware, right? That's, that's, that's what we're talking about. Now, in reality, is that what happens to the vast majority of MSPs? No, it is not. But I'm going to get to that, right? But before we get to that, let's just acknowledge that that's a very real threat to the insurance industry, and they have a real uh, bad uh, last several years demonstrating that, you know, these things that call themselves MSPs, more on that shortly, um, tend to have high clusters of claims, both from the MSP itself and from the MSP customers who say, hey, look, I got hit. I got ransomware. And I think it came from the MSP. That's the view of the insurance industry. And so they look at MSPs and they say, wow, this is really risky. This is, I don't know if we want to do this. You know, some of them, some some industry carriers just backed out of the uh, the MSP sector altogether. Others are just very, very cautious. So let's let's assume that that's... All right, that's their that's their viewpoint. Right or wrong, that's their viewpoint. 
here's the MSP view of insurance. Um, there are, well, first of all, and the insurance executive, when, when posed this question, um, agreed with me, which is, well, if MSPs represent risk, then surely all we need to do is remove the MSP entirely from the equation and the end user customer will become safer. Right? And the, and the, and the executive said, no. No, that's not an outcome we want at all. And that was telling to me. That was, because I wanted to really see, you know, and I think this person is knowledgeable enough about managed services. I can't say the same about the his colleagues downstream in the insurance industry. I, I In fact, I would wager that a lot of them don't understand these issues, um, maybe as well. Um, maybe they do, but um, I, don't, I don't think that this is a widespread opinion that if, if you remove the MSP, that that's going to be a really bad thing. Like this gentleman got it. He understood it. I'm hoping that a vast majority of, of insurance professionals under, understand that as well. Because in my opinion, I've been looking at this for a long time. I think that that would be disastrous. Like that would be catastrophic to every industry where managed service providers currently reside. If you were to remove the MSPs because of this perceived risk of the MSP, you've got disaster. You've got disaster because you've got nobody tending the gates. Nobody's walking the wall. Nobody's arming themselves against these cyber attacks that are coming relentlessly from all over at all hours of the day and night, never stopping. For most of these organizations, save for but a very, very small select few who have resources enough to, to pull this off themselves, and even they tend to outsource to managed services, um, it would be a, it would be a, it, an undesirable outcome. Let's just leave it like that. Okay. The going going further. So so nobody wants the MSPs to go away, or at least this this person kind of conceded and said, no, 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 we don't want MSPs to go away. But we also, but these people over here, these these insurance people, they 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 view the MSPs as risky. Well, how can an MSP be both risky and indispensable? to cybersecurity for customers, because that seemed to me like a, a brain-exploding event. Like I was trying to grapple with that for a, a long time after that conversation. How could both of those things be true? Like that, that really bothered me. One of them had to be wrong. If, you get what I'm saying? If the insurance industry view is right, that the MSP presents a higher risk target profile for hackers, then surely getting rid of that would be a good thing. Because the, the inference is that the, that the customers are, are at greater risk because of the MSP. Well, then I flipped the argument and I said, well, if you just remove the MSP from the equation, then the customer risk should go down. Well, this executive said clearly, no, absolutely not. We, un we acknowledge that the, in that scenario, the, the customer risk goes s sky high, through the roof, 
so I, I started to really struggle with that. What, what can these things both coexist? And I realized they do coexist, but is one side wrong about something? Is one side, and then I really asked the question, is it, is it our side? Is it, is it me? Do I get it wrong? Am I getting something crucially wrong here that would allow this kind of a duality of risk and blame uh, occur? Well, I, I dug further. I, I stuck with it, and, and I think I've come up with a, a rational explanation. Where does the, the risk really occur between MSP and customer when I say customer, I mean managed services customer. And when I say MSP, I do mean MSP, proactive managed IT service provider. I would say the following. I would say that the good best practices practicing MSP represents a much lower threat to themselves and to their installed managed services customer base than a reactive company. And I, that, was, that was my first consensus. My first c- conclusion and takeaway was both of these dual arguments, uh, these opposing arguments between insurance industry and MSP could be true simultaneously if you acknowledge one thing, that there are some entities calling themselves MSPs who are just not managed service providers. Period. That would explain a lot. It would explain a lot in. Ter- it would explain everything. Well, almost everything. It would explain a lot between the the claims data that some of these carriers are presenting, saying, "Well, we're getting beaten up by all these MSP claims. We're 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 shelling out money, and and it's all look. It's all coming from these folks called." called MSPs. How could we be wrong about that? You could be wrong about it if the MSPs aren't really MSPs. And it doesn't mean that they don't have risk. It doesn't mean that they don't have uh, you know access to an RMM. I'm not saying that at all. I, in fact, I'd say that there's a lot of non-MSPs who have access to remote management technology. And that's a whole nother con- conversation. And I don't want to open up that can of worms, but I, I feel like at some point we're going to have to. But let's acknowledge that, right? Let's just acknowledge and, and, and bear with me in this, that there are, there, are, there are self-proclaimed MSPs who aren't MSPs, period. Let's just leave that. Next. And I think that that's a big explanation for a lot of this risk and the, and the risk confusion and the blame game. But there's another element, which I also think is, is at play here, which is there are real legitimate proactive MSPs who have customers who are refusing and have refused and continue to refuse to adopt cyber best practices. And therefore, despite the best efforts of the MSP, are a high-profile target to hackers. Now, I think 
the 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 fake MSP, if you want to call it, and the below standard, unsafe managed services customer. Unsafe not because of the MSP, unsafe because of their own uh, decisions not to update practices, you know, technology, all that stuff. Both of those things combined, I think, represent the largest kind of single set of arguments that account for why the insurance industry views MSPs the way they do and why we on the MSP side view, you know, kind of push push back and say, no, no, that's, that's not really true. We're safe. You want us. You, you, you don't want to get rid of us. You don't want to cancel our insurance. Right? So both of those things, the, the bad MSP, the fake MSP, and the bad client. And I should even say the bad MSP. They're, they're not MSPs. They're break-fix. And they're not bad break-fix. They're good break-fix. That, that's the problem. They're, they're doing what they're supposed to do in break-fix. They're reacting to stuff. They're reacting to the break-in after the break-in happens, and they're doing exactly what they, what they pretend to do. The problem is nobody wants that anymore. That business model's dead. Moving forward, there's no role other than a forensic, you know, like a crime scene investigator, which, you know, there, there are reasons to have that, but that's not what these break-fix companies are doing. They're just coming in and sweeping up the broken glass and the, you know, the blood stains and blah, all, all that stuff. The MSP is sitting there trying to prevent the, the crime from occurring in the first place. So how do we move forward, folks? How do we, how do we move past this? Well, so what I, what I told the, the insurance executive was, look, if we acknowledge that you don't want to get MSPs out of the way, if we acknowledge that MSPs are indispensable to your fight, MSPs help lower your risk as insurance providers to lower risk for customers, then what we need to solve is the, the fake slash bad MSP or the good break-fix company. We need to fix that, and we also need to fix the bad client. And here's, here's where I think we can, we can actually achieve some good maybe in 2023. Uh, the, the insurance industry can't solve the bad MSP. They're not equipped to do this. Sorry, I, I just, I'll throw that out there. They don't understand that. That's going to be something that we in our industry have to, to sort out. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I, I've been a vocal advocate against licensure. I'm not saying that. I, I like our industry the way it is. I think that this is a this is a free market uh, correction that needs to take place, and and largely done through education. I might add, but I think that the the MSP non MSP issue is we're get, we're going to start to solve this, 
And if the RMM community doesn't want to get involved, because I understand why they wouldn't, because they want to sell more licenses, I get it. And I actually think, as I've always thought, that we need more MSPs. And so I'm not going to stand in the way of the RMMs um, getting the tools out there. What I'm going to stand in the way of, and I'm not going to stand in the way of it, but I'm going to, I'm going to shout from the rooftops as, as much as I can that beware of the difference between an MSP and a non-MSP. And just because that company says that they're an MSP because they have an RMM license, guess what? That's not what makes an MSP. You know, just because I, I carry a pen and, and paper around doesn't mean I'm a poet, doesn't mean I'm an author. Just means I've got these 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 implements that a lot of a lot of authors and writers carry, right? Get what I'm saying? I carry a scalpel. Does it make me a surgeon? Nope. Nope. Could make me Jack the Ripper. Could make me something else bad. But doesn't make me a surgeon, right? Possessing an RMM doesn't make you an MSP. Sorry to break it to you, folks. Sorry, but. That's reality. So next year, we're going to really start to call out and encourage. We're going to, we're going to do this through encouragement because if there are non-MSPs out there who are in possession of MSP tools and they want to become members of our community, we, we need the help. We need you in the game, in the fight. But we need you to participate at a level that is consistent with what our best practices are. And that is an expectation you cannot avoid. I'm sorry to tell you that, but you're gonna have to do you're gonna have to change some things. Most of those things, take it from me. If, if you trust me, take it from me. Most of those changes are gonna be good. They're going, to, they're going to make you money. They're going to make you higher margin. They're going to make you more scalable, more efficient, more secure. They're going to be good. I'm not saying they're not going to be, they're going to be easy because some of them are not easy changes to make, but they're changes that will make a huge benefit in your company and, and, and in your customer's experience too. But that's one side of it is correcting the bad MSP or creating more good MSPs. Is, is a more positive way to look at it. The, the other side is the bad client. And I actually think that that's where the insurance industry is now becoming very helpful. And I think that the insurance industry needs to uh, continue this, which is the, the insurance industry by, by threatening the, the cancellation or, you know, or the termination of a cyber policy for a customer is, is a good enough threat that, armed with a good positive best practices following MSP could could do a world of good in correcting a lot of bad behavior that we've been witnessing for many many years right so on the one hand you you, you let the MSP profession sort itself out and we'll we'll figure out because we've already figured it out right? it's not like we have to figure it out we've already solved this equation a long long time ago we solved it 18 years ago we have a standard. It's called MSP Verify, folks. Go read about it. It's not SOC 2. It's not ISO. It's not CMMC. None of those are MSP frameworks. We solved it 18 years ago. 
a lot of smart people, and it's been through a lot of review and revision. Trust me. Go take a look at it, even if you're not MSP verified yourself. You should be following all of these elements that are listed publicly in that standard. Go do it. Nothing's stopping you from doing that today. Go start today. We can, we can sort out the, 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 the MSP behavior issue. The insurance industry, I think, is going to really help us sort out the bad customer behavior issue. And I think that that's the path forward. I think that's the easiest path forward. We know MSPs aren't going to go away. It's not going to happen. And we need cyber coverage. Or let's put it this way. Things are going to be a lot easier with cyber coverage. If we don't get cyber coverage, we've got a plan B. I'll float that out there for you right now. We can we can move forward without cyber insurance coverage. But it would be a lot easier if we could just get, gain some um, understanding from the cyber insurance profession and acknowledge that we at least understand the MSP, non-MSP equation. We get it. We've been dealing with this for many, many years. We can help you. If you need help with this, Call us, let us know, and we will, we will help you. We'll give you the guidance that we, we have, and, and we'll do our best to, to help you sort through whatever struggles you're, you're dealing with. But th- that's the best way, is a combined approach where we acknowledge the role of the, of the legitimate MSP. We acknowledge the work that they do. We acknowledge that they have to be they have to behave in a, in a way that is commensurate with, with their profession. And we also acknowledge that the customer needs to behave in a way that is commensurate with cyber best practices. All right? And doing both of those things can bring about a world of rapid, good change. Like, it could start happening immediately. And that's, that's the takeaway that I, that I eventually got to after this conversation. After some struggles and some, some, some tortuous thoughts that, you know, maybe I wasn't getting something. I, I, I think I pieced it together. It makes sense now. It, it's rational it's 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 a realistic worldview of of the way things are and i think that if we can we can kind of come to the table collectively the msp and the insurance sector that we will solve a lot of 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 problems a lot of dangerous problems out there i might add and and solve this and move forward because the the amount of customers who are not practicing good cyber hygiene today are are numerous are numerous and for that matter the the number of fake msps out there you know there's a lot of brick fix companies still operating we need you to become msps we need you to become proactive ditch the reactive in 2023 that's going to be our mantra ditch the reactive become proactive become an msp a real msp and life will become 
a lot better and a lot easier for you. And guess what? Your customers, they'll thank you for it. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a like. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you will get notified when future episodes are released. We will see you next time in the MSP Zone.